This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Good morning and welcome to Sunday Worship on Salvationist Radio. My name is Jo Moyer and this morning we'll be focusing on compassion as we join with the country in celebrating 75 years of the National Health Service. What does it mean for us to be moved by compassion, compelled by love, to be people who choose not the easy way but the path of kindness? and put Jesus at the centre of our lives and at the heart of our worship. Our Bible reading this morning is taken from Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37, and I'm reading from the NIV. The Parable of the Good Samaritan On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? he replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbour? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbour to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. On the 5th of July 1948, the National Health Service was launched by the then Health Secretary, Nye Bevan, and healthcare in the UK became free to all at the point of need. Although not a faith-based organisation, Bevan referred to the NHS as a real piece of Christianity because of its focus on compassion, equality and choice. In the 75 years that have followed, the NHS has pioneered mass vaccinations, undertaken the first heart transplant, developed CT scans and created screening programmes which have saved millions of lives. It's worth celebrating, as are all those who have contributed and still contribute to make it the incredible organisation it is from the porters to the paediatricians and the receptionists to the radiographers. We have much to say thank you for. It's hard for some of us to even imagine a time without it. But before the NHS was formalised, healthcare in Britain was inconsistent, unreliable and nearly always unfair. If you could afford the care, you could have it. If you struggled financially, you went without. In part, the NHS was set up not only to deal with this inequality in standardised care, but to bring dignity to every human being in the country. The dignity which comes when healthcare is based on your need 
and not on your wealth. Now, those of you that know me at all will know that the NHS is a big part of my story. Training as a midwife in the mid-90s was my first calling, and it forms a huge part of who I was and who I am today. One of my first classes in my general nursing training was about dignity and compassion. How do you teach compassion? Well, we were separated into pairs and handed towels, water and soap and told to wash each other's hands. As students, we didn't know each other well at this point. We'd been on the course maybe a week or so and had learned mostly in a large lecture hall up to this point. We were a diverse group from different backgrounds and cultures. We were diverse in age too. I was 19 and straight out of sixth form and the trainee nurse I was paired with was a lady in her 40s who had given up a glittering career in the city to deliver babies. We had literally nothing in common, except that in that moment, we really wanted to learn about compassion. So we washed each other's hands and we learned more than we expected. We learned about placing yourself in someone else's care and how that feels. We learned about the power of seeking permission, asking if the water was the right temperature and so on. We learnt about the vulnerability that comes when someone else tends to you. And although we were not injured, we could imagine what it might feel like to be hurt and reliant on someone else's care and sensitivity. We learned about awkwardness, definitely. Letting a stranger look after you, someone who was different to you, meeting your needs. We learned about sacrifice. Being the one who offers the care requires humility, putting aside power in place of servanthood. And we learned about gentleness. This was not a class which could be rushed. It required eye contact and a certain amount of gentle dialogue to help the one being cared for to feel safe and at ease. It was an unexpectedly important class and one which has stayed with me for many years, for many reasons, and has come to mind in lots of pastoral situations in the years that have gone by. The art of compassion, to offer it and to be able to receive it. In our scripture this morning from Luke chapter 10, Jesus shares a parable about compassion and sacrifice. He was asked by a lawyer, probably an expert on Mosaic law as opposed to a court lawyer, what must we do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replies with another question. Well, you tell me, he says. What do the scriptures say? The lawyer quotes Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind. And Leviticus 19:18, Love your neighbour as yourself. Now the dialogue between Jesus and the lawyer could have ended here. Scriptures checked. Lawyer affirmed. Jesus passes test, but Jesus offers us more than just ancient text. He explains the text, he illustrates it, and he gives us something further. He gives us the parable of the Good Samaritan. Many of us will know this story well. Some of us may have reenacted it in Sunday school. Some of us may have sung a rather catchy sing company song about it or studied it at school with the use of the now famous The Good Punk Rocker sketch. But it's a story worth revisiting. It's a parable about choices. It's a story about inequality and injustice. It's a parable about position and status and how we use it. 
and it's a story about compassion and sacrifice and finding it in the most unexpected places. You would think that the first passerby who comes upon the fallen victim, the priest, a man of faith, would stop and show compassion. Surely he would, with all his deep spirituality and position in society, stoop to tend to the wounds of the man. He did not. You would think perhaps the Levite, a man of the law, who understood the scriptures, the very same ones quoted perhaps by the lawyer, would stop and live out that law and show compassion to a neighbour. He did not. The Samaritan, he had no reason to stop and help. He was of a different culture, he held no spiritual position in society, nor was he a learned man of the law. There was no expectation upon him to stop and help. But he did it anyway. He was compelled by love and moved by compassion. Now he could have helped the man up, perhaps checked he wasn't dead and moved on, bare minimum support offered, but he didn't do that. He could have done a little more, perhaps dressed the man's wounds, then pointed him in the direction of the nearest town. He didn't do that. The narrative tells us he stopped, bound the man's wounds, gave him a drink, then transported the man to an inn and paid for his stay, even paying extra to the innkeeper for the ongoing care of this stranger until his return. He did more than was needed, more than was expected, and at great personal sacrifice. The priest knew about faith, but did not act on it. The Levite knew the law, but did not live it out. The Samaritan knew neither, but chose compassion and the path of kindness. I wonder, do we see ourselves in any of these travellers? People of faith who have a living, even vibrant faith in Christ, and yet we sometimes struggle to show kindness to a stranger. Or perhaps we worry about what people might think of us if we stand up for injustice or speak out on an important subject so we walk on by and keep our heads down. Are we perhaps people who know the law? We can recite the scriptures word for word. Perhaps we've studied them in depth, but we sometimes struggle to live out the most basic of Jesus' teaching. Love God and love your neighbour as yourself. Knowing in our heads what we sometimes struggle to translate to our hearts. What would it look like today for you and I to choose compassion, to be compelled by love? What would it mean today for you and I to choose to walk the way of kindness, to reach out and wash a stranger's hands, bind a stranger's wounds, care for someone in need? Is there someone, or perhaps a group of someones, in our lives who we really struggle to show compassion to? What impact would it have if today we prayed for the grace and the strength of the Holy Spirit to move beyond faith without action and law without impact, and lived out the greatest commandments. Love God. Love our neighbour. The NHS is celebrating this year. 75 years of strangers binding wounds, 75 years of caring for people who look different, sound different, believe something different, based solely on need, not on wealth. But amidst all the celebrating, the reality is that the NHS is in crisis. Are we sometimes in crisis too, as Christians? even as a church. We know what we were raised up to do. We know what we were raised up to be. 
but position, power, numbers, investment feel like they sometimes hold us back. The parable of the Good Samaritan reminds us that when we lose our way and focus on the wrong things, fallen, hurting people get left at the roadside. But Jesus calls us to put aside things which don't matter and seek by his help to be people who stop, offer compassion, bind up the broken. Now that's a piece of real Christianity. As we consider these words, we're going to listen to a beautiful song, Compelled by Love.
Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the things that will take place. I pray for my friends, wherever they might be right now, as they are listening, that you would give them and me opportunities to show your compassion. Would you put into our sphere of influence people that we might connect with, that we might show kindness to? And would you, in the name of Jesus and by the power of your Holy Spirit, remind us about what matters most, to show each other what it means to love God and love our neighbour. Continue to use us and bless us, I pray. In your name I ask it. Amen. Thank you for listening. Goodbye and God bless.